us and welcome everybody welcome everybody i am lisa harwell this is journeys with jones harwell steph and i decided we needed to come on air because we've been talking and i'll forget to hit the button for us to start and press go so before i get back into our conversation let me introduce you to the beautiful lady that is sharing the screen with me this evening i am so excited so excited so excited to have her on, the one and only Steph Wood. No. She's going to talk to us about what's in your juice. She's a motivational speaker. She loves kids. She has a reading platform. She teaches. And we're just going to get right back into the conversation. So welcome to the show, Steph. What's good, Lisa? What's Listen, good? I, I, knew, I knew when I got on the in the thing, this box with you, that it was gonna be special. And like, as soon as we got on, it just just, like, that's what it was. Listen, listen, look, I have to address this. Listen, women, please give me a pass. My team right now is having a heart attack right now. They're like, what are you doing? What is wrong with your face? Listen, I've been in full makeup for like five days. And I just got back from Nashville, so I wanted to make sure to shout out Nashville and Epic Global Leadership because I was just there with him, Kelvin Elston, um, doing a training, a leadership training. So y'all gonna have to bear with this, okay? Just- I'm cool. Look at that. I'm right there with you. All I got on is some lip gloss. <laughs> This is me all day, every day. Unless I'm putting on some dress, dress clothes. This is yes. (laughs) So this has been wonderful. Tell us a little bit about the conference that you just finished. I know that you've got a conference coming up. Um, For those that are not, um, I'm hearing a crackling. So let me. I know. I don't know what to do about that. Let's see. Is it me on my side? Am I too close? I just muted mine. And we were doing great with no interference. How about mute yourself and let's see if it's you. Okay, let's see. I don't hear it. Let me mute myself. Or are we good? I think we're going to be good. We tricked it. Ah, just, okay. He just beat that devil. He tried. Yes, indeed, because he he's trying. He's trying. He's not going to win today. <laughs> he didn't succeed. No, sir. Keep him All right. <laughs> so I know you said you just got through doing uh, leadership training. Yeah. I know you've got your conference coming up, your coaches' conference coming up. And for those that follow my feed, I do know uh, there are some basketball players that are friends of mine. So I hope their parents are watching. Um, and then we're going to talk about just every platform that you want to touch, touch base on. Uh, nope, I hear it again. So let me see. It may be me because it seems like it's on my end. I don't know. I don't hear it. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> and, and just... Just such an inspiration. I met you, I, and I've not met you in person. I, I met you when you were on Dr. Larry White Sr.'s show. Yes, ma'am. And your 
energy that you brought to that interview, I was just like, oh my goodness, she is she is awesome. I just have to have her on my show. So let's get started. Let's talk about um, you as a motivational speaker mm -hmm. and your leadership and your conference that you got coming up. And then I love the logo and the, and the talk of what's in your juice. What is that exactly about? All right. Well, um, thank you for having me again. I'm excited. And Yes, I just got back from Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. This is the first time I've traveled for work since COVID. Uh, I'm sorry, second time. Um, but it's like now it's getting realer and realer because I've secured a position as a training instructor for Epic Global Group in Tennessee. And Kelvin Elston is the guy, the founder and the owner of that leadership group. And um, he's been mentoring me and teaching me like everything he knows. Uh, and then he's also been like just empowering me uh, as a young businesswoman to, you know, go for um, my gifting, you know, and I love to be in front of people. I'm, you know, I, I love to teach. I love to train. So, yeah, it, it was a really exceptional week. I was also be um, I was also able to give two motivational talks at Primrose Schools in Nashville, and that was that was unexpected but wonderful. And I'm excited. I'm just excited about that partnership because, you know, you know what it's like to be under great leadership, and like I've been under great leadership a lot in my life. You know, yes. there's been some leadership that's been trouble, like for me mm -hmm. because it was challenging, got me out of my comfort zone, right? Right. Uh, I think that that's kind of what leadership is supposed to do. So at the same time, I'm now in a p place in my life where I have leadership, but it is a very um, two-way street. So I'm very excited about it. We just finished conducting the winning team, team building training. And that was super fun because I, I got to talk basketball the entire two days. Yeah. And, and, and you and for those that don't know you, um, do you think that your career um, as an as an athlete, uh, particularly because you played basketball, helped you in areas that uh, allow you to do the motivational speaking and the training? Was that teamwork and that development instrumental in that? Yeah, what a great question. Thank you. Yes. I mean, one of my Honestly, I was an athlete my entire life. I was the only girl on every court, every field until I wasn't, which it didn't take long for that to change. You know, it wasn't like I was the lone wolf, you know, all by myself out there. But in my neighborhood, you know, I was the only girl on the basketball court. And I remember, you know, the boys taking my ball <laughs> to go play, but then wouldn't let me play. You know, so then, of course, I'm upset. You know, my dad puts a floodlight out, out there on the court, and now I can play. And basketball was hard for me. You know, softball, soccer, thing, these, like, these things were easier for me. But sports, sports um, gave me a sense of teamwork, gave me a sense of fun. I'm not necessarily a competitive person. I want to win, obviously, but I'm not a competitive person. Like, I don't want to like gouge eyes out you know but <laughs> i am a performer so right i did come alive when the game was on like i did you know but for me it was about the camaraderie it was about what i learned it was about the strong coaches i've had and the the teamwork that i had to learn to appreciate 
Yeah. So definitely, definitely not to run on. I'm sorry. I. That's you, okay. You need, a, you need a jingle of bell. You need to be okay. <laughs> No, what I'm going to what I'm going to rely on is people asking me questions and I want to I want to put this one in before I forget to shout it out. Thank you um Wesley Webb for this question. He's he asked, "What type of books do you recommend for your book club?" Because that's another one of your your pet projects, your loves, your passion. Yeah, I I found out not too long ago that reading had helped me a great deal as an adult. You know, I I was not a strong reader. I was a system child, you know, born, born into um, uh, foster care, born into the system and foster care and adoption. And, you know, there was as much as that, that was a good thing for us, you know, we still experienced delays because there weren't two parents there, you know, pushing, making sure that the kids, all the kids that came, that come through the system have what they need. It's just not the same, you know? Uh, so as I got older, I realized that reading was starting to make me better. Like I read the Bible cover to cover twice. Reading was changing me. And I said, you know, I wish that I could figure out a way to help kids. And I started to research that reading helps trauma. Mm. Reading, reading heals trauma. So like I always say, if it's in a book, it's in you. And so right now I'm reading The Alchemist. I just finished reading Jay-Z's Made in America because I did not realize he was such a prodigy. I read Mere Christianity. And if you want to come onto the book club, there's a picture of the books that we're reading this year to hit 21 in 2021. All right. All right. Okay. That is <laughs> wonderful. And I'm going to definitely check that out. And that happens to be a passion of mine as well, because uh, I have bonus grandparents and bonus parents. Um, my, my family is, has been blended since I was, uh, on and off since my teenage years, but, um, moly early, early twenties. But I found that my grandmother that was the librarian, um, and she, uh, was in, uh, East Orange, New Jersey. She was the librarian in East Orange, New Jersey. Instead of sending us toys, she always sent us books. And when we would come to visit, we would always be in the library with her. And I think that was one of the things that drove me to, in my teen years, to start writing and the visit, this vivid imagination that I have to be a fiction, you know, to be a fiction writer. But I always wanted to be a journalist because my mom says I was a really nosy kid. <laughs> <laughs> you were curious, huh? Very curious. You know, any any car ride, you know, I'm just studying, you know, studying everything. And um, but you know, the statistics say that if you don't get a kid by third grade, that they are have enough knowledge to how to comprehend in those reading skills that you're going to lose them in the later years as they go on to middle school, they go on to high school, they'll go on to college. And it's amazing uh, that people, you got to find kids where they are. And that, that's one of the things that I always say. And when I was doing some volunteer work, um, teaching kids, I would just find them where they were. So, you know, I would tell me, give me your favorite word or give me your favorite phrase or give me a favorite song. And from that word or that song or that phrase, you know, give me a story. Just throw some words and just, I don't care about 
how you're writing it. I just want to make sure that you can tell a story, you can comprehend it, and you can read it. And that's how they enjoyed it. You know, they enjoyed that difference of finding them in their space. That's 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 great. And it's it. Listen, it's I, speaking from me, like honestly. And I want to be transparent because I know there are kids out there hurting, and I know there are kids struggling. I know there are families, like people, women, all of us who just like you know, didn't want to do not necessarily the comfortable thing or the hard thing. Like, honestly, like reading for me, like that was the struggle for real. Honestly, like I was a good student. I didn't fail things. I think I failed geometry one time, but like I worked hard, you know, I had a work ethic. So I covered up for a lot of things because I would have to do extra things, you know, try to bargain. You know, I taught my daughter, like, listen, listen, if you have a C, and you need to be, you know, you need to be having conversations with your teacher, you know, parents, we need to be encouraging our kids to speak up for themselves. Hey, listen, what can I do? That's not a confidence that I had until I got into high school. And then when I started to kind of get that moxie, I was like, okay, I can have good relationships and ask questions, get help. But the right. majority, the majority of kids develop within those first five years, everything. Lisa, everything is developing. Our emotions, our minds, our, the way we cope with pain, what we think is appropriate, what we learn is appropriate, what we learn is not. Like those first five years. So I really just reach out to, you know, before COVID, I was this close to getting to read with kids who are in foster care homes. And, you know, I had some, ment I had some kids that I was mentoring and it, it just kind of, it was a place where I just knew that I had to be, you know, and I, now I'm just an avid reader and I, it's like, it's like a drug now. I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so tell us about your coaches conference that you have coming up. I know it's in two days. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like Lisa, I'm like, wait a minute. Like what? First of all, I'm so thrilled to be working with Championship Productions and Tom McDonald out there, Lonnie, Daryl, Patrick, all those guys. They are amazing. I, you know, being back in basketball after all these years has been so, like, emotional. Uh, just, it's like we're getting the band back together, you know. Yes. And, because I took time. I did some other things. You know, I raised Maddie. I was at every tournament, literally every time. I was, I was the team mom. I joined the board. I volunteered. I, I've been know, there, done that. Come on. You know, right? Yes. I mean, the, oh, the Virginia Legends don't even get me started on how amazing they are. But, like, that's what I did. So being back in basketball is, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a dream, but like I, I, as good as it was, I just don't remember it being this good. And like, so I'm excited. So we have the coaches conference. It's Monday through Friday next week, April 12th through the 16th. We have 25 or so coaches that are presenting. We have Kermit Davis from Ole Miss. We have um, coach Jones from Norfolk state. We've got uh, Noel Gillespie. He's an NBA guy. He works with the Atlanta Hawks G league. We have Gannon Baker, who was one of my first mentors. I mean, it just goes on and on. Like, I don't even want to start naming because I feel like a jerk when I leave people out. We also have Marissa Mosley, who is a coach in Wisconsin. And, and, and like, 
we have a women's coaches. Like, it's just going to be cool, you know? And it's the premier, excuse me, it's the premier teaching conference for basketball coaches. So it's going to be dope. And it, it is it is so cool, too, because it's coming right off of the NCAA tournaments. Mm-hmm. Normally, I catch. This year, I didn't pay attention at all. And um, in the past, I would normally, my teams would be Gonzaga and uh, Georgetown, because I used to work at Georgetown. Good so I would always pick Georgetown. I don't care what happened. <laughs> you know, Georgetown, <laughs> if they made it, they would be on my list. But right. to you know the great game you know that final weekend and then you know to come you know even that they didn't win but still those guys played some ball they played some ball this year I mean and it's pretty cool and it's pretty good because I think you know for them to come out of you know COVID and to have that energy and you know and have that spirit to keep going so uh what are some of the things that you're going to be uh teaching and I, and I wish, and actually, I'm going to introduce you to someone, um, my brother, uh, one of my brothers, because I said I have a blended family, so I have seven brothers. Well, and wow. one, of my, one of my brothers um, went to Georgia Tech and played briefly on the team with John Sally. Oh, wow. So he's still friends with John Sally. And cool. uh, yeah, so he's doing his thing in New York. Um corporate for many years and then now he's he's a life coach himself as well and makes shoes amazing shoes so i got to get him back on the on the show when i get my shoe so i crazy look yeah i know topic but isn't it crazy how god gives us layered giftings like like don't come on now he plays basketball and he makes shoes like really like <laughs> and yeah. i'm sure there's like 20 or 30 other things that he can do right yes, like that's indeed. One of the cause for the cause right there because i have witnessed that over and over and over again i've witnessed people who didn't even know that they had a talent mm-hmm. like didn't even know that they had a gifting just knew that they had a passion and they had this thing in them right like that oh i just gotta do it i just gotta go but don't really know like what's really in here and that's what what's in your juice is about but i've seen people like literally go from not knowing to launching full-on businesses and then sub businesses excuse me sub businesses and extra Mm -hmm. brands like Mm -hmm. it's crazy like god has made an amazing creature we just have to tap in Mm -hmm. and we have to do the work like we have to want to know what's in our juice we have to want to know why we do the things we do why we are the way we are right like right gotta find that what's in us like what do we have because every single thing we have can make us money can help us eat can Mm -hmm. help us live can help us meet people create relationships grow you know what i mean and and i just pause for the cause on that because god is amazing like how does he make, like, how did he do that? Really? And people wonder, is there a God? Come on. Hey, come on with it. <laughs> I'm not a preacher, but I've been known. Yeah. To... <laughs> I get it. 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 This has been, and everybody, I hope you can see what I feel because your energy is just 
incredible. It is just incredible. And I see how that people would tap in to your learning style, your your coaching style, your leadership style, because you have something that draws people in. Thank you for saying that. I don't even know, like, honestly, I just want to be myself. Like, I, I just want to be myself, right? Don't right. Right. Exactly. And, just be, and just people rock with us because we're ourselves, right? Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. for so, so long, I spent time looking back. You know, I spent time wondering. I spent time searching, right, mm -hmm. for family, for purpose, for meaning, for why did my parents commit suicide, my birth mm -hmm. parents? Why did I lose my brother? Why didn't he get a chance to be adopted with us? Why didn't my marriage work out? Why was my daughter one of the only 1% of babies that are born with a certain lung infection. Why, why, right, right? Like, right, we could spend an entire life asking why and looking back at it, trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And just in the last, honestly, COVID forced me to find what it is that I wanted to do after years of wanting to pour into others and being successful because of that. And right, like, so right. honestly, I'm just, to the point where this is who I am. I'm like this all the time. Ask my friends. I wake up like this. Ask my daughter. I am like, hey, what's up? Like, it doesn't matter what time of night. Like, I am like, let's go. Like, you know, and I think my coaches have pushed me to that. Guys like Gannon Baker, you mm -hmm. know, um, he pushed me into that. My, my college coach, she was a force. My friends who are successful coaches in their own right, like, Right. They push. You. Right. They do. They you know? do. And they they walk beside you. And I've had mentors like sharpen me, sharpen me, sharpen me. And I just feel like now it's all coming together in a perfect storm. And I'm grateful because I just I know I'm so much happier. Right. Mm. I'm just so much right. happier. So much happier. <laughs> Girl, so you ain't crying here. Why are you doing this to me? What is the word? <laughs> Listen, y'all, if you're watching, Lisa gonna make you cry. Like, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I'm just I'm just here as a vessel to allow people <laughs> to tell their stories yeah. unapologetic. And that is my thing, unapologetic. <laughs> but if you had to give advice, and I'm gonna ask you, it, it may be the same advice that you would give, but for athletes, let's say kids coming out of high school, right? and my son is one, what advice would you give them as they make the transition from high school to college? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, how to make that successful transition because what they're doing in high school training is mm -hmm. different if they're playing in college mm -hmm. and what they need to do to make sure that they have a balance. And if they find themselves drowning a little bit, Right. You know, what are some things that they can do to, to make sure that they have the right support system underneath them? Yeah. Well, big shout out, you know, to your son for, for mm -hmm. going after his dreams, for sticking with that. You know, it's hard. It's hard mm -hmm. to be an athlete. It is. It's hard to be anyone who is trying to be good at something. Okay. So athletes, yeah. anybody, artists, like anybody who's trying to go and, and do as do it at the the fullest level that they can do it at, you know, big shout out to my daughter and Towson softball. 
Um, I'm excited. And I'll tell you what I've learned by watching her as a sophomore now is that I think the thing I would tell you, your son, anyone who's involved with him is that nothing will ever be the same. You know, nothing's going to be the same anymore. Mm. This change is such a shift that it's not even the sport or the level of the game. It's the mental and the, and the intestinal fortitude that we need in order to go through such a transition. You know, it's, it's hard. We, you've got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You've got to say, hey, look, this is hard. I've never done this before. You have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Reach out for help because you're going to be away from family. You're going to be in a new situation. And I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's still hard for everyone. So it's like, the first thing is nothing's ever going to be the same. B, I would say, hold fast to the things that your parents taught you. And if you don't feel like you know, like, like fully get, like if you got the best of that, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're just got some questions about it. Like, don't be the guy way off away at school. Who's not reaching out for help who's not like trying to get better in the gym, who's trying to get better in the classroom, who's trying mm-hmm. to make sure they're getting the most out of the experience. And right. it's tough, right? Right. Tough. right. So those are the two things I would say. Right. Cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some of the, the, the unfortunate stories that have come out the last couple of days. Uh, the young guy that ran his car, uh, you know, up to the Capitol and got killed was an athlete. Um, the NFL player, former NFL player that don't know the situation there, but it just seems like that there's a lot of underlining mental health issues. I'm, I'm thinking, um, and I could be wrong, but it's just my opinion that is not being addressed. Um, and they don't know how to make that transition. And that I think that's something that we as parents probably need to push more in the schools because it's it's hard for those kids now to make that transition. You know, you've you spent, you know, five, 10, 15 years of your life before you get to high school. You know, if some of them have started at the age of five, playing sports, playing sports, playing sports, playing, you know, that's, you know, and now, you know, you got to juggle. You know, and if they don't have parents that does don't give them something else to juggle bus besides that one thing that they're not rounded, you know, I think sometimes it doesn't help them make that transition. So I I know with my son, he's a musician as well. So he had to make a choice because his high school teacher, band teacher, kept trying to push him, you know, for music. And um, he was like, well, when it comes to baseball season, you can forget it. <laughs> I'm going to be on I'm the going field. baseball practice. You know? Okay. <laughs> and, you know, so, and, but he didn't find a way to, and he wouldn't find a way with us to keep him connected to that. Because not only would he been a great, he, would have he been a great uh, guitar player, he would have been an Obel player too. And in the state of Maryland at that time, he was the only black male oboe player wow. in the state, in the entire state. And we were telling him, instant college, you know, money, 
college money. But he was like, but it interferes with baseball. <laughs> and so, now the yeah. tough part is, Lisa, that we're in a time where kids specialize. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Kids specialize now. Like kids don't just do like we did, play on the on the court, just do whatever, like play every sport, get involved in every single thing, right? Like right. and then also this is just a different kid now. Like honestly, mm -hmm. like these kids now that are dealing with this pandemic, this is trauma to everyone. Yes. It's traumatic. Like, yes. If you look up trauma, this is in there. Like we're people are hurting. Mm -hmm. Like people have lost people. The this the isolation, the yes. the health problems. Like these kids are going through it. Like athletes yes. are getting tested two and three and four times a week. Mm -hmm. Like I understand, obviously, but it's like, you know, it's tough. So yeah, we're not the same anymore. So yeah, right. kids are struggling. I'm not surprised that, you know, mental health and again, emotional health, the emotional wounds that our kids go through, that we all go through, that we all experience. Right. Everyone is fighting a battle, a private battle that a lot of people can't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Because there's such a stigma. We've put such yes. a stigma, you know? And that's why faith. Look at the side eyes. Oh. That's why, that's, why staying, that's why staying busy in a word, staying in mm -hmm. his word, praying, meditating, taking time for yourself, finding what's important to you, telling people you love them. You know, um, these things that, you know, that we take for granted have become very, very elusive to us all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like and even though the time our, we knuckled down, you know. Right, right, right. Even though, you know, our kids are the most social savvy, you know, coming to media because this is the environment that they grew up in. This is all that they know. But still, you know, it was hard for them, you know, because... Yeah. Everybody still needs that one-on-one, -on -one, you know, interaction. And, oh, yeah. you know, no matter how big or small your circle is, you still need that one-on-one -on -one connection. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. So what else you got planned after your conference? Well, I'm going to take a, a, like a minute to breathe because let me tell you something. It's nothing, nothing like this is ever done without a lot of hard work without a lot of preparation, you know, um, each night. So I have a, a writer that wrote the introductions and I'm so blessed with the team that is around like Tavana Mercado, who does the road stuff for me and like works with as photography. She's amazing. And then, um, Lindsay is out in Oklahoma, like, and she does the writing and like, I can't even tell you like Tom and them, like, it's going to be amazing. So, I'm ready for it to be dope. Each night I'll be on, I'll be able to like introduce the the, the guest and the the presenter. And like, so after that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a second. I'm gonna take a minute. And then I have an idea to produce something else, but I don't want to share it just yet. <laughs> well, I hope when you get ready to plug it out, please contact me back. Cause I will definitely promote it. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. So if people want to get a hold of you, Oh, I started reading, writing the notes. You said Al the Alchemist and Jay Z's Made in America. I just finished Jay Z's Made in America, and honestly, I'll tell you with that one, it inspired the inner hustle and hustler in me to go harder. 
because his story, I mean, he was, a, he's a prodigy, like seriously, people don't respect mm -hmm. his gifting, you know? So uh, that was amazing. And then now the alchemist, I'm already in my feelings about it. Like I just wrote, I just read the foreword and I'm like, <laughs> you know, so like, I can't even, I don't know. But that book is about a guy who his entire life searches for his treasure. Mm but doesn't realize until later on at the end that he had the treasure with him the entire time. So like, I didn't even know that that was what the book was about, honestly, but now I'm like in my feelings, like I'm all in my feelings about it. So check those out. Check that one out as well, as well. I know I, I have a bunch of stuff that um, I have, I have not um, read yet because normally I spend my Sundays um, researching and reading because um, yeah. I have a vivid imagination. I write fiction. I write mystery and suspense. That's my thing. So, um, but I'm always reading and watching something. So yeah. that'll be good to incorporate some of that also within my reading material. And everybody likes to read what they like to, to read. You know, exactly. I'm trying to grow exactly. a little bit in a weird way. I want to like, Cause I don't like novels or stories or anything like that. So I've always been straight biography, self-help, business books, all that stuff, but I'm trying to expand. And that's really what the read with Steph Wood book club is about. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us at what's in your And we have a new motivational video at what's in your juice on YouTube. I'm also viral on TikTok where I just do reactions and give people their props. And that's been super fun. I actually started that on, New Year's Eve because I just was like so depressed after COVID. Like, honestly, like, I'll be honest, like it hit me. Like I can't, I'm not even lying. Like I was going nuts because I was so isolated and, and just like, just losing business and, and future. And like, oh my gosh. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to react to something and try to make be positive. And that's been fun. So check me out. Uh, what's good Steph Wood on Instagram and Steph Wood on Facebook. And I'm writing it in the comments here so people can get it. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> and our conversation has been wonderful this evening. Good. I have, I've just, I bow down. I do. I ah, bow because Lisa, it is Lisa. like, it was no. like that first no. interview, you gave me so much inspiration and the conversation that we had before I went live and live now, I, I'm just telling you, my heart is just so filled and it's just, I just hope everybody else is feeling the same thing. That's all I can say. <laughs> I just, you know, I just want to be myself and I want to, I want people to be happy. You know, I love people. I love, um, it's God. Good. let's it's go. Good. Let's just, let's go. Like, let's go. We got stuff to do y'all. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> seriously so time, give a plug for your conference that's uh next week starting monday it's monday through friday yes monday through friday it's the swh coaches conference you can peep it out at swhconference.championshipproductions.com it is produced by the number one provider of skill development videos for athletes coaches Junior, I mean, just any coach, any coach at any level. This conference is for any coach at any level. The great thing about it, Lisa, is if you register by the 11th, 
you get access through May 16th. So oh, even wow. if you can't watch it, like even if you can't watch it live, like even if you can't get down with it, you can still watch the recording and we're going to have some special things after. So join the Facebook group to get a $5 off coupon as well. Okay. So give me the website again. S-W-A. S-W-H. As house. Okay. Conference. Mm-hmm. Dot championshipproductions.com. Productions.com. Got it. And I'm going to tell them, join the Facebook page. Please do. And let's talk a little basketball. <laughs> It'll be fun. All righty. I got it there. And that should, and let me fix the other one because I said SWA, but it's SWH. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. That correction. All righty. The amazing, amazing Steph Wood. Thank you so much for being on the show. I will be having you back on as you continue to do things. And if people wanted to um, look at your uh, conferences and your teachings, where would they find you? And they would just do that from the um, whatisyourjuice.com? So actually, you can find out about our leadership training at epicgloballeadership.com. And um, you can also go to kelvinelston.com and you'll see me listed as a trainer. We also have Spanish speaking trainers, which is really cool. Kelvin's wife is Hispanic. So it's really, really cool that, you know, we get to have bilingual education. Oh, like, yes. That to me is amazing. And it just, um, it's really cool. So just check that out at epicgloballeadership.com. Okay. Epicleadership.com. All yep. right. All righty. And I got that. And I think I got everything. Everything? Everything. <laughs> for this for this conversation, I got everything. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and drop these nuggets and drop this just sunshine and positivity to me and to my listening audience. I really, really appreciate it. God bless you in everything that you continue to do. And we will definitely be talking some more. Definitely. Thank, thank definitely you. I love your show. I love your show. And I feel like I gained a sister today and I'm yes. really I'm really kind of excited about that. So thank you again for having me. I honestly had a wonderful time. I felt very comfortable. It was a it was a wonderful interview. So thank you very much. You're gifted. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. This concludes our show for this evening, everybody. Please, please go check out Steph Wood on Facebook. You can find her at Steph Wood. You can find her at What's in the Juice. Dot com. You can find her on YouTube and your YouTube is the same thing. What's in the juice? What's in your juice? Yes, ma'am. What's in your juice? And she is um, 
uh, leadership trainer. You can go to epicgloballeadership.com for leadership training. Check out the coaches conference Jan- January. Oh my goodness. I'm rolling back. <laughs> I told everybody when I got the email, I got an email. I think it was on Thursday, a text from the school and it said, graduation is June 1st. You know, at first I got the first one was the last day for seniors is May 14th. And I was like, okay. Now I got the, you know, the text that says, okay, graduation date is June 1st. And I'm like, I'm not ready. So I guess, why, you know, I'm trying to roll back the clock to January, right? I'm not ready. Yeah. Everybody's like, you're ready. And I'm like, no, I'm playing. For real. I'm playing. I'm really not ready. You're not I'm ready, Lisa. Really I'm telling you, you're really ready. not. You know, I, I think I am. I think I've prepared him enough as dad and I, but, you know, it, it's, it's getting the, the it's getting hard every time I'm looking at him now, knowing, you know, that come fall, he may not be in the house. He may be somewhere else mm-hmm. at know. school, you know, so, but April 12th, <laughs> April 12th <laughs> through the 16th in my county. Yes, ma'am. You got it. Check out the SWH Coaches Conference. You guys can still sign up through tomorrow. So you will have access to the conferences material through the middle of May. And don't miss out because I'm telling you, this lady here, she's she's the real deal. She is the real deal. of your Saturday evening. Everybody else, enjoy the rest of your Saturday evening, the rest of your weekend. I am Jones Harwell, Lisa Harwell. A lot of people are like, Red Baby, they call me Red Baby because it's Red Baby Publishing. I'll take that too. But I'm signing off for today. My next show will be Friday evening. I'm going to be interviewing Sharon Jackson Bullock the author of Embracing Your Sexy Sixties. And this lady does not Watch look out like now. in her sixties at all. At Can she write all. one for in your forties? Can she write one for in your forties, Lisa? She I might. Know. I told her I had like two years. <laughs> I told her I had two years to hit the sixties club. So I'm almost Stop it. Stop. No, I am. I'm 58. I'm 58 years old. It's unfair how good you look right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thank my mama for those jeans. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but that will be our next show. I've had a ball this evening. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Once again, thank you so much, Steph, for You're coming welcome. on, taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on and have a real talk about life, about everything. <laughs> it was my pleasure, Lisa. And it was not, it was not, I didn't have to carve out anything. I was looking forward to it. Great, great. Good night, everybody. Good night.